Hello, it's me, Ben Pavlo, host of the Raising Yourself Up podcast. And I wanted to take a minute to let you know that I have a new book that was just released. It's called The Young Adult Starter Kit, 12 Steps to Being a Better Person. It's available now on Amazon. And I also still have my Self-Help for At-Risk Teens book. So go ahead and please check them both out and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Self-Help for At-Risk Teens podcast. I'm Ben Pavlo, author, entrepreneur, certified life coach, and self-help enthusiast, bringing you tips, techniques, and strategies on how you can overcome the odds and live the life of your dreams. You can find related resources along with free access to four of the most influential personal development books ever written by going to www.theselfhelpcompany.com. Now let's start the show. Hey, it's Ben. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. The topic we're going to talk about is the effects of being an at-risk teenager. I'm going to talk about seven points I cover in the book, Self-Help for At-Risk Teens. I'm going to touch on the topic and talk a little bit about my experiences and the reasons why you should be aware of these at-risk behaviors and situations because they can dramatically impact the course of your life, especially if you're not being proactive and not paying attention because these are type of things that happen almost without you even noticing it if you're not conscious of how these can affect you. Now, the first topic I'm going to talk about is education or lack thereof. So in the first chapter, we talked about why you're at risk. And in this chapter, we're going to talk about what you're at risk of. So it's a continuation it give you a little more information about some particular things to be aware of. Now, the lack of education is a result of whether you are skipping school, whether you're not going for another reason, or whatever your particular situation is. But the fact that if you're not getting an education, whether, like I said before, you're either you're sitting in a classroom and you're just doodling on paper and not paying attention, or you're literally skipping classes and totally missing out on an education. Either way, these at-risk situations are potentially damaging your future and the course of your life by not getting an education. So it's really important for you to take your education seriously. If you're not paying attention and you're not aware of this, it's going to come back to haunt you in the future. So I'm bringing this to your attention because at your young age, you can't predict what your future is going to look like, but you can control the outcome of how these type of decisions affect you in the future. So if you're skipping class right now, if you're either not going or you're skipping classes by hanging outside the school building or doing something other than what you're supposed to, you're sabotaging your own future. When you're skipping classes, like in my case, when I was in high school, in my, let's call it my second high school, because in my in my first high school, I did okay, but eventually I started getting in trouble. So then I was expelled. And in my second high school, I literally never went to class and I stayed outside hanging out and doing things that ultimately just got me in trouble. Now, these things eventually led to me getting arrested and all kinds of other trouble that I could have avoided by just simply going to class. 
The other thing is when you start skipping classes and start getting in trouble, eventually in my day, it was called getting knocked off the roll, which meant you were basically, you weren't really counted as a student anymore. You'd have to get re-enrolled and this whole process with your parents having to come up there, you know, reinstate you. I don't know what it's like right now, but if you get into the habit of skipping school for a significant amount of time, you may get expelled and you may not want to go back. You may just be frustrated. You may be angry and you just simply may not want to go back to school. And if you decide that you don't want to go back to school, ultimately you may drop out of high school. And if you drop out of school, you are literally tying one hand behind your back for the rest of your future. Without a high school diploma, you'll be significantly limited to the type of job opportunities you can get because most employers require a high school diploma as a basic criteria for hiring for good jobs. Now, without a high school diploma, you could still find jobs, but ultimately they're going to be low paying and they're not going to have any real big benefits like health insurances or retirement plans. So that high school diploma is so critical And after my second high school, getting expelled essentially from the second high school as well, because basically what happened for me is because I wasn't going and I was being truant and I eventually got arrested, I was stood in front of a judge who removed me from that school and it sentenced me to a court-appointed school. So I was forced to go to high school because if I didn't go to the court-appointed school, I was going to be sentenced to juvenile detention. So in the book, I talk about this story and my story throughout the book in different chapters because we have a whole chapter on getting in trouble and the effects of trouble. From my experience, I don't want you to have to go through what I went through all because you're bored or you don't like class or you don't like a specific teacher or you just think it's more fun to hang outside with your friends. It's just not good enough reasons to stop going to school. I highly encourage you to go to class every day, every class, regardless of how boring they may be. I don't care if you're tired. I don't care anything, whatever. There's no excuse for not going to school, not paying attention, and not actively participating in your education. Do everything you can, especially in traditional high school, because that's just the base education. You need to not only do the basic, but you're going to need to self-educate and acquire specific skills and specific knowledge if you really want to thrive as an adult and make a lot of money and have a really successful life. Because just doing the bare minimum is just simply not enough if you want to get ahead and you want to live an above average lifestyle when you become an adult. These are things you can totally control right now because you have the time. You're most likely spending your time doing things that are not serving you properly. I highly encourage you to look at what you're spending your time on and start to really get serious about what you're doing with your with your life and your time. That leads me to basically we already talked about trouble because like I said, once you start getting in trouble, whether it be through skipping school or any other way that you start to get yourself in trouble, once you get arrested, your life will never be the same because once you get into the court system and you start getting into that habit of breaking the law and doing things that are going to get you in trouble, you're literally sabotaging your success and you do not need any more odds stacked against you. So if you come from, you know, broken home or you have some of these other at-risk behaviors and and situations in your life that were out of your control, by you getting yourself in trouble, you're adding more odds against yourself, which are your control. So control what you can. There are certain things you can't control, but getting yourself in trouble is not one of them. So control your behavior and you'll control a lot of the way your life unfolds. So 
The next thing I want to talk about is not having a vision for the future. Because if you don't have a vision for your future, if you don't set goals and have plans, life will just happen to you. Plain and simple. When your 18th birthday, you're going to wake up and you're going to have no plan for your life. You're going to think, what am I going to do now? Now that I'm an adult, now that I've graduated high school, what's next? Because without a plan, you're just going to wind up sitting on the couch watching TV or hanging out and doing nothing when you could literally be preparing yourself right now by doing things that are going to put you in a position to thrive as an adult. You could be learning so much about technology and other specific interests that you have that you can use to find a career and a job that you enjoy. And I I want you to spend your teenage years productively. Yes, I think it's important to have fun and it's important to have friends, but you have to find a balance and you have to understand the value of getting an education, not only traditional, but also specific knowledge that is going to be related to what you want to do with your life. Whatever your passion is, you have to find your passion, whether it's if playing video games is a passion of yours, find a way to turn that into a job, which is something I talk about in the hobbies chapter of the book, because it's important that you do enjoy what you do. So I don't want you to think that I'm encouraging you to do boring things and focus on studying, you know, history and whatever. No, I want you to have fun in learning and getting education. But education is important, but it's it's more fun when you're learning things you enjoy. So the traditional education and basic math and English and things like that are essential, but you control what you learn in your spare time, whether it be coding and creating video games or learning how to create websites or do video editing, audio editing creating your own podcast, whatever it may be, have fun in learning how to do things that are going to position you for your adult life. You know, have a vision for your future. Like I didn't have a vision for my future. When I was a teenager, you know, I was hanging on the street corners. I was breaking the law. I was using drugs and alcohol. I was doing a whole bunch of things that ultimately ruined my chances of being successful as an adult because I didn't even think I would live to be an adult. Ultimately, I I had no vision. All my friends were were dying before the age of 16. I had lost so many friends from violence and drugs and other things that I just assumed that I would be a victim of premature death too. So I really didn't have a vision for my future. And because of that, I spent my 18th birthday in a juvenile detention program, which I don't wish on anybody because you deserve so much better. And you can totally control what you're doing and how you're spending your time. And if you're choosing to, to sit out on the corner and break the law, you're you're setting yourself up to be disappointed on your 18th birthday. And then this is when you all of a sudden say, this isn't fair. You know, I can't get a good job because I don't have the right education and I didn't plan and I didn't do this because you may not think you're going to live that long, but trust me, you are. And it's important for you to plan for it and to live in a way that's consistent with your vision for the future. You know, do you want to start a family? Do you want to have a career? Where do you want to live? What kind of house do you want to live in? What kind of car do you want to drive? Have these visions and have these goals and write them down and create a vision board. And these are all things I talk about in the book because they're important. They're they're things that I didn't know about when I was your age. These are things I learned well into my 20s, which I wish I would have known when I was a teenager. You can control so much of your future by the what you're putting into your mind, what you're reading, what you're watching. These are so important when it comes to the path that you take in life. It's 
all about putting positive things in your mind, thinking positive, having vision, being optimistic. I encourage you to read inspiring books, read empowering books, read educational books. Yes, it's okay to read entertaining books and it's, it's okay to watch entertaining shows, but balance your time between education and entertainment. You'll live such a better life as an adult. Now, the next thing that I wanted to touch on was, the next thing I touch on is having a child. As a teenager, if you have a child, there's a really good chance that your partner and you are not really serious about each other. It may be a short relationship. It may not, you may not really care about that person. And if you wind up having a child and your relationship isn't serious, there's a pretty good chance that this child will at some point wind up being raised by a single parent, which is continuing the cycle of putting kids at risk. You know, being an at-risk kid, one of the top things is coming from a broken home, being raised by a single parent. If you create this situation, you're continuing the cycle of having a child who is now going to be forced to be raised by a single parent. And you just don't want to do that. And there's definitely things you could do to protect yourself and to be careful about this. So I encourage you to be careful, you know, especially if you're using drugs or alcohol or something, these are one of the most top reasons why this ever happens is because people are careless. So don't be careless. Understand that you can control whether you have a child or not and when you do it. Don't let one night of fun ruin the rest of your life. And I don't say ruin it lightly. I mean, it literally will change your life. If you are someone who wants to travel and you want to maybe move to another location or whatever, you may not be able to do that because of having a child, because of your partner. For, For whatever reason, the course of your life will be dramatically altered by having a child. I never had a child. I made my mind up when I was young that I didn't want to have a child. And I did so because ultimately I didn't think I was going to live long enough to be able to raise a child and I didn't want to put a kid in the situation that I was raised in. So that was a decision I made. But now that I'm an adult, I've made a decision. I got married and I don't have any technically children of my own, but I do have stepchildren and I live with my stepdaughter and I really enjoy being a parent, but I'm now in a position to be a good parent. When I was younger, I wasn't because I was always running the streets. I was always traveling. I was never around. I was pretty selfish and only really cared about myself in in a certain sense. And so until you're really ready to be a parent and you're conscious of making that decision and you're doing it for the right reasons, I suggest that you really be super careful and not let having a child change the course of your life without, you know, making that conscious decision. So the next topic I talk about is having no respect. And this is having no respect, not only for yourself, which is most important, but also every other authority figure that you come in contact with, whether it be law enforcement or teachers or parents or any other adult or even your friends. If you don't care and you don't have respect or you don't show respect, this is going to come back to haunt you in the, throughout your life. Because if you expect other people to respect you, it's important that you respect them first. So by showing respect, you're developing good character, which is extremely important. It's one of the main factors in developing good character is having respect, showing respect. And then when you have respect, you can expect it in return. But when you don't show respect and people are disrespecting you and you're starting to get offended of it and you're starting, well, why is this person disrespecting me? You know, ultimately you have to look back at your own behaviors because you may be the one who initiated it. 
So not having respect will also get you in trouble with authority, whether it be for running your mouth to a cop and a cop turning around and arresting you because of the way you spoke to them. Not having respect for a teacher in school could cause you to get yourself suspended or it could cause you to get thrown out of a specific class. So by having respect for the teacher or whatever person it is, you will treat them better. You won't be saying things that are going to get you in trouble because you'll have respect for their position. So have respect for the authority figures in your life, for your parent or whoever it is that's raising you, because they care about you. And the people that care about you the most deserve the most respect, especially. There's no reason for you to disrespect the people who are going out of their way to help you and take care of you. And one of the reasons why you may not have respect is because you're angry. And if you're angry all the time, it's going to affect the way you treat other people. Anger leads to so many of the issues you may have in your life. Anger definitely leads to getting yourself in trouble because when you're angry, it causes you to disrespect people. Being angry can get you fired from jobs. Now, if you walk into a job with a bad attitude and you work in a customer service position, you're going to get yourself in trouble because once you start talking back to people or disrespecting people in a job environment, there's generally a zero tolerance policy for people acting out and things like that. So being angry with your boss because you didn't get the shifts you wanted or whatever isn't going to improve the situation. You want to control your anger. And in the next chapter, we're going to talk about anger and how it affects you and how you can harness that energy and turn it into a positive. So I hope this episode was helpful. I look forward to creating the next episode on anger and how it affects you. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for spending some time with me today. And I look forward to talking to you very soon. Have yourself a great day.